Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to On Mike with Jordan Rich, conversation alive and well with creative people who have something to say and offer. And I'm sure you've met people at first glance. You realize there's something alive in them. There's something special about them. They have a certain aura, a certain magic, if you will. Well, that's the case with our guest today. Her name is Diane Pienta, and she's the author of a great new book called Be the Magic, Bite-Sized Nuggets of Wisdom to Feed Your Joy, Nourish Your Soul, and Open Your Heart. Diane does a lot of things. She's a writer, mentor, forest therapy guide. She fiddles, dances, and creates and loves living near the Muddy River in Boston with her seafaring husband. Her website, dianepienta.com. But enough of me yakking. Let's get to the magic. Be the magic with Diane Pienta as we welcome her to join us on mic. We're going to turn on some magic with a delightful lady, Diane Pienta. The book is mentioned in the intro, Be the Magic. Bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to feed your joy, nourish your soul, and open your heart. Love bite-sized nuggets. Big fan of bite-sized nuggets. How are you? I'm great, Jordan. Thank you so much for having me. Let's tell everybody the fact that we met in a studio, not doing a podcast, but you were doing your audio book yes, with me. Yes, I was creating magic, or you were creating magic with, um, with recording the audio book, which was... Just so much fun. You are maybe one of the greatest uh, recipients of joy doing this. A lot of people think it's a total uh, slugfest, but you had a ball doing it, didn't you? Well, you know, it's there's something about reading out loud that and reading for hours. It was so meditative, and I was I've never been in a recording studio either. So there was all this fascination with this whole new world that I just had no experience with before. So it was all new and it was all fun. And of course, you made it really well, joyful. It's our pleasure here. Uh, let me read the dedication. This book is dedicated to the seekers among us who love the magic and mystery of this awesome world. I think that's great. Who among us is not looking for something? Gosh, I don't, I don't know, especially now. You know, I think um, with everything that's going on in the world, a lot of this book is about creating peace in our hearts and, you know, I love the quote that says, um, you know, be, be kind because everyone you meet is fighting some battle. And that's really true. You know, we're, our culture is, is designed to have us look like everything is just great. But everyone is struggling at some point and with something. So, yeah, this, this book is really about practices that can create some peace in our hearts and may that ripple out in the world. Well, let's share a little bit of your story and what brought you to writing it and what's brought you to the place in life you're at now. Yeah. So in my early 30s, um, I was diagnosed with cancer. And at that point, um, I was on a kind of a business life path. And all of a sudden, it, it just became so clear that this life is so fleeting and we're here for literally, you know, a nanosecond on this planet. And it turned me on to a lot of different healing modalities, alternative healing modalities, yoga, meditation, um, energy work, sound healing, art. And, but mostly I wanted to know what 
what do the joyful people know? Like, what do the really happy, joyful people know? And what I've found is that, um, well, do you ever hear exactly what you need exactly when you need to hear it? That's right. I, when, the, <laughs> when the student is ready, the teacher shall arrive. The teacher arrives. And so I was constantly getting this wisdom from teachers and from strangers and basically just a lot – a lot just um, collecting, and I and I kept a journal of those quotes, and um, I was getting the the instinct that if it was good for me, it would be helpful for other people, and um, so again, this book is about sharing what I've learned with other people. You're doing well physically. You look great, and uh, I know you had a, a battle and a, an ordeal to get through that. No one wants to hear that word, especially at your age at the time. Yeah, but you know, it's it's funny Jordan because on some level it was also a gift. I and and um I was working in a in a position that I wasn't really happy in. There were other parts of my life that just weren't working really well. And it was this wake-up call again and I made an I quit the job that I was I had a business actually. I actually closed the business and sold it to somebody else. And it just allowed me to Really think about what do I want to do? What's like, and what's my service in the world? Really, you make an excellent point. Challenge, no matter what it might be, mistakes, failures, or crises in your life, offer you an opportunity to learn. You learn from everything. Now, at the time, it doesn't feel like a lot of fun while you're going through it necessarily. But if you're wise enough to open your heart and open your mind and your soul to what lessons there might be. It's truly amazing what you can learn. Well, and I love what you say just because, you know, an open heart can always see the magic. And I tell the story about writing this book. I had been threatening to write this book for a couple of years and just kind of couldn't get around to it. I was – I think I was avoiding it. And um, – but my soul really wanted me to do it. And I find – I was on the phone with a friend and I said, you know, I think I need to have my plane grounded. I was going in so many different directions. And I said, I think I need to have my plane grounded so I can write this book. And six minutes later, my ankle was broken, and every plan was canceled, and all I could do was create time to write the book. And, you know, the first couple of days, it was like, well, I can't believe this. I'm already in a, it's in a, I'm already in a difficult position. I can't believe this. But then, you know, the kind of the humor of the universe is really pretty amazing, and the wisdom. And just it was a gift. It was an incredible gift for a couple of months. Somebody wrote on the back um... – I'll just quote one thing. You exercise, with the help of Diane, your wonder muscle. <laughs> your wonder muscle. What do, you mean, what do we mean by that? Yeah. You know, I think it's a lot like what we were just talking about of how, how do we look at the, at the situations or circumstances in our life and how do we see what's – where it might be guiding us towards our joy or towards our um, – towards what we're meant to be doing. And so – Again, you know, like the broken ankle is a is one uh, example of that. But there's also this world is so vibrant and beautiful, and so often we just don't see it in our everyday, you know, in our everyday routine. So some of the vignettes in the book talk about things like inter- how to interrupt our pattern so that we can see things in a new way. You know, it's it's one of the reasons we love to travel because we we go to a new place and it's all this new stimuli for our brain, and we can't. Usually, are usually do our own our old patterns and our old routines, so it has us see things in a different way. Yeah. So this is is creating that without having to go. Well, one one of the chapters, and they're short, as we say, bite sized. 
nature must be disappointed that we're not dazzled by her 10 or 15 times a day. Yeah, it's a great, I love that. It's a great Mary Oliver quote. Yeah. And when we think about that, it's also getting into relationship with, with nature. So this idea that we're separate and we're looking at nature, but maybe nature is looking at us and saying, hey, like, you know, look at this beautiful sunset. You know, when we think about it, there's not one sunset that's the same from day to day in thousands of years. But we don't, we don't think that way. You know, we're not, um, especially if we're living in cities, we tend not to be connected to the rhythm of the earth. You're a believer, I'm, I'm sure, in the concept of energy. We all possess it. It's part of everything that moves, that lives, that breathes, right? And negative energy can be so harmful, and people allow negative energy in their lives and in their hearts. We're seeing it on a worldwide basis right now. Um, some of the things you write about are so simple, and yet they provide us an outlet for this this energy drain that we want to we want to shift our energies from the negative to the positive. One, like you say, uh, you can always say something nice to someone as opposed to giving them a shot across the bow. And yeah, you, you'd be amazed at what happens. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, one of the things that I, when I was looking and saying, what do the most happiest people know? It's 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 looking for what's positive, and it's not this um, toxic positivity, right? Like, so if something, if your cat dies and you're really sad, you're not going to turn around and say, oh, well, I'm not upset. No, it's not like negating the the difficult emotion, but it's not staying in that in that ruminating pattern. If somebody mm-hmm. says something that doesn't that uh, that uh, annoys you, you know, if you're continuing to repeat that a year or two later, that's actually energy stuck in your body. And, you know, I love the quote, your issues are in your tissues. It's actually, yeah. it's actually in, your, um, in your body. So, um, and you're right. You know, when I think about, and we all do it, we all kind of engage in some kind of negative, negative of thinking at some point. I think about how, you know, I could have used that energy to learn a new musical instrument or speak a new language. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that? that old, uh, oh, why did I waste time thinking about that or dwelling on that or... Right. Or salivating, not salivating, or... Um, ruminating. Ruminating. Yeah. Thank you. Salivating. <laughs> I, I'm salivating now so, for lunch. <laughs> you know, th- that's the thing that we, we get ourselves stuck in traps. But one of the chapters, too, talks about adaptability. Yeah. And the fact that as human beings, we, we have so much more power than we give ourselves credit for. Oh, we are so much more capable than what we think we are. And, you know, I often think about some of our ancestors who came to this country, you know, so many of them didn't speak English, many of them didn't have much money, and yet they were able to adapt and to thrive into our in their environments. And, you know, the most resilient people, the research always shows the most, um, the, the happiest people are the most resilient, and the most resilient are the ones who can adapt to their circumstances. And... And really looking for what's positive about it. I'm just opening up to random pages, and uh, you can do that with a book like this. The book is Be the Magic by Diane Pianta. If I were here as an enlightened being, I would dot, dot, dot. And I know you wrote it, but I'll mention a few things and have you comment. I would pour love on situations that upset me. We were just kind of talking about that. I would laugh like crazy every day and find other people who love laughing too. Um, I would do almost everything slower. Oh, <laughs> there's the secret right there. Oh, that's, you know, writers write what they need to hear, and I certainly work with that one. But it's tr- so true. Um, 
we talked about this earlier, the, the level of stress and so much of stress is based on people thinking that they don't have time to get everything done and they're running out of time. And when you just slow down, you realize time kind of slows down with you. Yeah. You know, it's a funny it's a funny concept. I actually write another vignette that talks about this power of the pause and its transition time. And I invite people to, in between your daily activities, just take two or three or even five minutes, you know, from when you go to work to home or from appointment to appointment, just sit for two or three or four minutes. And I know for myself, sometimes I think when I'm so busy, the last thing I have is two or three or four minutes. But when you slow down, your breathing slows down. You can make just wiser decisions. You can be more engaged. You can be more attuned with what you're actually um, choosing to do. You know what I love about you? A lot of things. We're, we're now fast friends. You are involved in many, many uh, arts and many, many studies of the human experience that are not uh, standard Western medical, but you're also just an ordinary, lovely lady. You're not a woo-woo type is what I'm saying. The woo-woo types drive me a little crazy because, you know, it's their way or the highway. But you're, hey. you're, it seems like you're open to these things and you just want to share. And if people can pick up one or two or ten, God bless them. Well, you know, I think that's the journey – Part of the fun is the journey, right? Like, if something's working for you, great. Whatever that is, if it's working for you, terrific. Might not work for me. What works for me might not work for you. But I would just say have fun exploring what what does work for you. And if something's not working with your health, with your um, with your emotions, with with the situation, try something else and maybe be open to a different or alternative approach. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You try it and say, oh, this isn't for me. So many people uh, start a hobby or they start a practice, let's say meditation, and they get frustrated because they don't have the right teacher or they just don't feel right. And maybe it's a good idea to turn tail and run, but sometimes it pays to stick in there and stick to it. Yeah. You know, that's like the discernment, right? Like if you're Sometimes when you're really close to breaking through on something, you can a lot of resistance can come up. And so it's discerning between, you know, I don't really like this versus like, oh, this is really actually bringing some stuff up that I don't want to deal with. And um, again, you always have a choice. That's you, the beauty. You know, there's one point you make that it's it's okay to receive, to receive gifts, compliments, et cetera. And for me, I was always of the uh, stripe that I was very humble and I didn't want attention because I get attention. I get attention everywhere I go. People know me. I'm, I'm known for my podcasts and radio and so forth on a small scale. But I have changed my mind and your book helped me in suggesting to myself, you know what? This person wrote me a beautiful note or this person sent me a, a card or this person bought me a gift certificate. I'm going to really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, it feels good. Yeah. And I think it keeps the flow going. You know, you also, you may get a lot of attention, but you also are of service and you contribute and give a lot to other people by what you do. So allowing people to contribute to you also is a gift to them. You know, it's like we love, I think we're wired to want to be of service and we love to give gifts and we love to have, you know, when we, we love to have people appreciate our gifts too. So. Yeah. And when you're operating in a vacuum without other people to connect with, I mean, that's when you get solo-itis, I call it. You know, you mm. just, 
you just think, well, no one cares about me. I'm not going to care about anyone else. And what's the what's the point? Yeah. The what's the pointism, which is so sad in our culture um, and in many cultures, it's really uh, it's really a problem. That's why "Be the Magic" uh, and just the title has a lot of excitement to it because everybody loves a magician. Everybody loves magic, right? <laughs> and everybody has incredible magic to share. That's true. Yeah. And, you know, I love what you said, too, about um, solo-itis. You know, when I find myself even kind of getting a little bit more isolated, one of the great tricks is to say, how do I what I, you know, Lynn McTaggart would call this getting off yourself. She's a great power of eight intention researcher. And and focus on somebody else. What can you do? Even some small thing for somebody else. It could be just talking to somebody at the, at the store. It could be smiling at somebody. But doing that actually sends a signal to our brains and actually makes us happier too. So why not? There's magic, but there's also some science. I think you've done a lot of great research uh, on your own, and it's worked for you, some of these things, and you talk about it. And I think that's what's uh, very telling about what you're doing here. It, it's not, I was going to say, it's not rocket science. It's not uh, brain surgery, but in a way, it's as intricate as any science could be because it's the human experience. I keep coming back to that. The brain and the mind and the soul and the heart and the and the body. We're all connected. Yeah. And I think, especially in our culture, we tend to forget that the mind is actually here to serve our spirit. You know, it's not for the mind to actually just kind of take over and run the show. And um, and when we, when we can be um, comfortable with that and can work with that, that's when magic happens. It's nice to be present, isn't it? Yeah. Indeed. So just a quick note, you're planning a podcast. I'm going to help you get it off the ground. I think it's Delightful that you're doing that. The book, though, is available soon to be, by the time this hits, it won't be ready yet, but soon to be an audio book that you narrated. It's called Be the Magic, Bite-Sized Nuggets of Wisdom to Feed Your Joy, Nourish Your Soul, and Open Your Heart. Diane Pienta, P-I-E-N-T-A. So nice. Thanks for sharing the magic. Thank you so much, Jordan. Love the messaging in this beautiful new book, Be the Magic. Bite-Sized Nuggets of Wisdom to Feed Your Joy, Nourish Your Soul, and Open Your Heart by Diane Pienta. Wherever fine books are sold, go to dianepienta, P-I-E-N-T-A dot com. For much more, and for much more about this podcast and me, go to my website, jordanrich.com. And until next time, dear friends, remember to always be well. Take care of yourself. Be well so you can do good and maybe add a little magic. Till next time, take care.
Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big